Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Afternoon Drive, presented by Superbook Sports. Here's Aniwo Opiro and Cody Rourke. One hour down, one more to play with right here on Afternoon Drive, My Life Sports Radio. Hope everyone is uh, hanging loose out there on a Thursday, September the 22nd, this time on the program. You look like you're hanging loose. Look at you leaning back in the chair, texting. He's going, tweeting, texting, all that stuff. Feet up while you're at it, you know? The microphone could come all the way back here. I totally will. Oh, yeah. There's no give on it. You know, we got to get him one of those. Uh, we have the standing standing microphone things. You know, we'll just put it right here. Swing it around. I've done that a couple times. When I actually did the show remotely uh, when I was sick, you guys would not. I was like literally just He was laying up. down. Oh, 100% I was. 100% I was. Not like laying down, but I have one of like these chairs from Costco. Like it's like a, like not a gaming chair, but like, you know, like, like it's like round and you can kind of sink into it a little bit. And like I was just sitting there with my feet up, like headphone, one headphone on, TV on, <laughs> you know, it's one of those. So. Degenerate. Yeah, I mean, well, when I feel sick, I I literally want to like kill somebody. Like if you try to talk to me, like don't do it. When I'm sick, I am an absolute cranky sob. Uh, my girlfriend hates it when I uh, I'm sick because I am a big baby. I just like yeah. Oh, you're one of them. I don't want to do nothing. No, my ex girlfriend used to hate me because she tried to take care of me when I was sick, and I would literally be like, "Do not touch me." Oh. Like, just, like, let me suffer in peace. Like, mm-mm. Jeez. No, because my sinuses get all messed up. Like, and so? it's just, like, dude, like, the one little jerk, like, can just <laughs> coughing, sneezing, you know, ugh, it's just well, awful. God forbid you ever get married and you do the whole... Oh, I'm married you know, to the game, in dude. In sickness and in health till death do you part. See, that's different, though. I'm, no. mar- I'm married to the game right now, dude. This is my this is my love. My life sports right here. This is what I'm married to. Oh. I got down on one knee when I was 17 years old, and I said I'm married to the game. Wow. Or I'm married to sports betting. No, dude, you should have seen it. I was, you know at, I was at, I, That's I, an abusive relationship because it takes more from you than you get from it. You know, one thing I will say, though, I'm going to leave everybody nameless, not trying to out anybody, but I was at an event earlier this week, oh. and uh, I was one of the younger cats there, and everybody that talked about their relationship like didn't have a good thing to say. Like it was either ended badly or whatever it might be. And I was just like, you know, it's like a nice vision into the future. And I was like, maybe you, know, you got to be patient just a little bit. Well, you know, 
it'll come. It wasn't giving me much inspiration. Like I was like sitting here. I'm like, dang, dude, like all these people in the same you know realm. And I was like, nobody seems, you know, to be thrilled with their lives at the moment. Well, I'll just bet the games. I I mean, I've even kind of realized as well, like being on the road, being a beat reporter, being on the road all the time, that could be tough. Like I'm not married yet, but I imagine that that might be tough on my relationship. Yeah. She's going to, you know, she's going to say something about like, maybe I was just meant to be a bachelor. Maybe dude, pull a good old Doug Ottawell, man. He's living the life. (laughs) Doug. Doug's living the life, man. Doug's got a good one. Doug's got notes on his desk. Yeah. Doug's got some fans here at the station. I must say he's got a couple secret admirers, dare I say. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's introduce the new segment here. Four down territory. Great idea from Mr. Rourke, where we're going to do uh, four trending topics in the world of the NFL. Uh, that what is this? Hell- <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Where'd you find that? Just popped up on Twitter. I'll have to send it to Danny. Oh, Twitter. What a place. Speaking of Danny, we're going to hand it off to him for the most part for this segment. We'll let him set us up with some of the big trending topics uh, in the world of the NFL. Oh, and look, I actually called it wrong on Twitter. You told me cover four. I called it four down territory on the tweet. So. It's four down territory. Yeah, it's like the same thing. So, uh, Mr. Bailey, why don't you uh, tell us what's going on in the world of the NFL and we'll react to it. Absolutely. George Pickens said this week, 99% of the time I'm open, uh, which alludes to his frustration with the Steelers offense at this moment. Pickens is in his rookie season out of Georgia, has only two receptions for 26 yards this season. What do you make of the comments from second round pick of the Steelers? I feel for him because I've watched that Steelers team play. Gosh, Mitch Trubisky sucks. Yeah, he sucks. He stinks. Like, if you want to pass the football effectively, he's not your guy. You certainly can't run it. Now you certainly can't pass it. You just got to hope your defense gets a touchdown if yeah. you're the Steelers. But it's like fans are already chanting for Kenny Pickett. But it's crazy. We we saw George Pickens in the preseason just absolutely manhandling dudes, making crazy catches. You know what? I'm on it. I'm saying it tonight. Mitch Trubisky gets yanked for Kenny Pickett I like tonight. It. I like it. No, I'm right there with you, my Free man. Free George Pickens. You saw, what was it, Malik Willis inserted into the game after Ryan Tannehill was Gosh. absolutely awful in that game against Buffalo. So I agree with you. I mean, I think that the big thing with Mitch Trubisky, and we've talked about it a few times on this program, Cody, is he doesn't look any different than the quarterback he was in Chicago. Right, and I think the the leash is short there in Pittsburgh. I know that maybe they don't have the highest aspirations in the world, and we'll break the game down the next segment from a betting perspective. But when you hear comments like this, and you have some high quality talent on the offensive side of the ball, you got Najee Harris in the backfield as well. I mean, it's not like they're lacking talent at the skill position. You know, at the skill positions, you just you kind of know what you got here. You know, with uh, with Mitch Trubisk, I just don't know what more you could do. How much longer you to stomach that? Not long, especially if you're you know the Heinz faithful. I know it's not the Heinz field anymore. That's ridiculous. By the way, I, I wish they would have never done. What's that. it called now? Because I can't even. PN, some stupid Kreiser. <laughs> so oh. stupid. I, I swear to God, man. Well, every everything like like you got like the Taco Bells and the Pizza Huts of the world, right? They used to be like these fun, vibrant restaurants. Now they're all just monotone. Same thing with these freaking sports leagues or these uh, these sports uh, stadiums. Like you know, you used to have all these cool branding things, and now it's just like it's it's Heinz Field, just like it's Sports Authority and Invesco and Mile High. I'm never gonna call it Staples Power. Center. Staples Center, exit crypto.com. Get out of here. Crypto.com arena. Ridiculous. What else is there? I don't know. There's probably a ton. There's a ton. The can. Yeah, the can. I if they the ever can. change Petco Park in San Diego, I'll be upset for the Major League Baseball team down there. That'll be a bad They're one. They're going to call it PETA Park. PETA Park. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. I was just trying to think. You think, you think PETA goes through the Reddit streams? Uh, I, the, bet, the, I bet they do. You know, they're like, let's report this. Let's flag this. What else? There's got to be some egregious ones. AT&T Stadium, that's basic. 
They just named the Cincinnati Bengals Stadium. I'm surprised they don't call it Jerry's World, honestly. They pretty much do. That's that's what it's referred to as. Jerry. Yeah, I bet they're regretting that. uh, They're definitely regretting that jumbotron because every every game seems like a punter hits the damn thing. That wasn't an issue until like this year, though. I I mean, I watch more games than a lot of people. What's in the water? What are the punters drinking before the game? What's in the water? You think it's like a personal challenge between the punters to try to hit the scoreboard? Yeah, I bet I bet you fifty bucks. Yeah, bonus points. Like in their in their head, they're like, "I bet you I can hit this." Because you know, if you hit it, you're like, "Oh, we have to." I just have to redo it anyways. I just want to see if I can hit it. Yeah, that's true. I guess kind of kind of dope. Yeah, but uh, free George Pickens, man. Let's get the guy cooking. Absolutely. Let's, let's get him out there. I mean, it's an interesting quote for a rookie. You, you know, know saying I'm open ninety nine percent of the time, but still, even if Kenny Pickett's not like playing tonight, or obviously we know Mitch is getting the start. What they should do is, if I'm Mike Tomlin, I'm going. I'm feeding George Pickens. I'm throwing him the ball. Like he wants the ball, throw him the ball, and let's see if he makes a play. Yeah, I mean, you got me. Uh, you two, know, two, two receptions, though? exactly. That's, That's horrible. I mean, what did you draft the kid for? He's a dog. Yeah, exactly. It's just one of the, like, open it up. I, I know that the Steelers are a defense first team. No TJ Watt. There it is. Free the man. <laughs> Mr. Biss is going to start taking the fly ride, uh, the fly route down the sideline with him. And I mean, I don't know. I agree with you. We might see uh, Mr. Kenny Pickett when it's all said and done. So uh, one down in the book. What's up next, Bailey? Sean Payton could make a return oh. to the NFL at some point. Uh, he said, quote, if the right situation presented itself, I would definitely be interested. Uh, he said that on New Orleans football podcast. And then the quote continues, there's no utopia, if you will, when it comes to teams. But if I felt like it was the right situation, I would have an interest in that. Jerry that all, Jones that all being said, <laughs> that could come in a year. That could come in two years. Uh, which team would Sean Payton come out of retirement for? Which team should he come out of retirement let's, for? Let's keep the Cowboys out of it for just a second because we know that there's a natural connection there. What other teams do you think could wow Sean Payton enough? Well, I think it depends on who makes changes. I think the most odds-on favorite, like probably from a betting perspective, is probably the Dallas Cowboys. Right. I'll put money on that. Part of me is trying to figure out like what, how, how much does he have left. So he's under contract. Through the 2024 season. So if he were to come back. You have to trade for him, essentially. You have to trade for him. You have Weird. to trade capital. You have to trade picks. You know what? I, I know exactly what Jerry Jones would do. Jerry Jones would trade a first to pick, first probably. round pick, second round pick, and Ezekiel Elliott for Sean Payton. He probably would. I mean, I'd take it. Maybe acquire a Taysom Hill. That way it offsets his Ugh. contract in New Orleans. Taysom Hill. Watch it happen. Whatever it takes to get him I, in there. I mean, but like other coaching candidates, right? We're not, not sure what's going to happen in Carolina. Not ha- Yeah. Right. Definitely. I don't think he would go to Carolina. Indianapolis could be interesting because of the roster they have if they move on from Frank Reich. That's possible. But does he want to deal with another aging quarterback? Yeah. How about the Chargers? What if, what if they don't live up to expectations and they move on from Staley? I mean, it would have to be earth shatteringly like bad by the Chargers. It would have to be like they finished last in the division. See, I could actually see the Chargers moving on from Staley even if they get to the playoffs. I really could. I think there's I enough, just, depending I, I on how it looks. This, I don't at this point. It's just, it, it's too much of a black eye on uh, the NFL or the Chargers if they do that. Because, like, if you're winning games, unless there's, like, some sort of conduct detrimental to the team, it doesn't make sense to fire a coach. And, obviously, there can be, like, a wrongful termination suit in a sense like that as well. Because he's winning I, games. It's not like they don't have a valid yeah. enough excuse. Like, for example, when the Broncos lost when the Broncos lost in the Super Bowl, they fired John Fox because they said, you know what? We got to the Super Bowl. We lost, though. So that's what I mean. That they had grounds to fire. Yeah. Other coaches I could see getting fired. I don't think they'll happen. I could see Zach Taylor if they continue on a slide. Oh man, they look rough. They right look now. bad, man. And I, I was down he was on, on Cincinnati. the hot seat last year before Joe Burrow and that exactly. team went on a run. That's when I could see in Cincinnati if things completely implode like we've seen before. I mean, who's to say Josh McDaniels sees year number two? Oh. 
if they if they lose to the Tennessee Titans this weekend, and let's say oh, that puts so much pressure on the Broncos, you don't want to be the first team that loses to the Raiders. Yeah. Oh. Can you imagine the fan base? Oh, oh. dude, I've already no, I've already oh, gotten man. tweets. People have already tweeted me about that. Well, I hope it doesn't happen. I think those are probably. I think we've named most of the teams though. We'll see what you know. Maybe ah, eh. he's not going to go back to New Orleans. Obviously, why do you think he left New Orleans? You think he was just tired? Because if you're willing to come back, if the opportunity presents itself, why leave in New Orleans in the first place? You think he was just kind of over it? I, you know, I'm not sure what it is. I don't know if it was like spending more time with his family because the movie that uh, Kevin <laughs> Kevin James played in made it seem like he's an absentee father. So maybe that's maybe that was a big reason. But maybe it's also like the situation too. Maybe he's just burnt out. Yeah, and that happened. Possible. Maybe he's burnt out about the salary cap because they were like negative seventy five million dollars over the part. cap at one point, but like they got out of that really quickly and really easily. You know, one coach that I'm surprised has never come back is Bill Cower. And it's been a long time now, but you talk about a guy who still like if someone called him, he you know, he's still of age, right? It's one of those situations. I was always surprised that Bill Cower never gave it another go around. If the Titans suck this year, could we see Mike Vrabel axed? That would be a mistake. That, I agree. I mean, I think you can see it, you know, sometimes, you know, people like to feel some type of way depending on how things go, but I saw a terrible clip from Brandon Perna today. Oh, what happened? <laughs> it was uh, of the Tennessee Titans game. And it's, it's a zoom in on Mike Rabel. And they said, look in the background, some guy or just like some player rubbing his crotch on huh. camera. It's like the worst thing ever. Only oh. Perna, only Perna would. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. All right. Uh, what about you, Mr. Bailey? What do you think about uh, Sean Payton? Yeah, I mean, I think definitely the leader in the clubhouse, the overwhelming favorite would be Dallas. Right. But yeah, I don't know if there's really anybody that that's that attractive that would be bad enough they would fire their coach and would be worth him being like, yeah, I'll give it another go with yeah. this team that's a lot of work. Um, I don't know if like the Falcons are pretty bad, but I don't think he'd coach he gets, another team in that division. Yeah, it, that, just because it's within the division, that probably makes it hard, even if he's enamored with Desmond Ritter. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think there's really a lot of teams out there that that would move the needle for him. Yeah. Um, maybe if things go go poorly in Arizona, and he thinks there's uh, some that'd be an interesting there. one. Um, that would but be I don't really, I don't really see him as a Cardinals coach. So I don't know. Especially yeah. not after the uh, not after that big extension he just got. Yeah, that's true as well. I forgot they gave. Oh, they did. An they did sign Kingsbury. I'm telling you, the sleeper team for me is the Chargers. That's the team I got my eye on. What's here? Keep your eye on the crotch in the background, Pernus. Oh, my God. Wow. That's like an American Pie moment or something. That is unbelievable. Wow. Perna. Shout out Brandon Perna. Shout He's Brandon doing something. Perna, man. Uh, okay, what's up next? Ravens add pass rusher Jason Pierre-Paul to help bolster their defense. JPP spent the last four seasons with the Bucks, and now we'll go to another team with championship aspirations. Recorded just two and a half sacks and 31 combined tackles last season. What kind of impact will he have on Baltimore at age 33? This is where I default to you, my friend. Well, this is this is a good signing for them because last week they gave up a, a lead that they never should have given up to the Miami Dolphins. They should have won that game. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson didn't lose that game. The defense lost that game for them. Yeah. And in coaching. Yeah. And coaching, which, you know, it's crazy how Nathaniel Hackett's the one coach under the microscope the most in the national media. Nothing on Josh McDaniels. Nothing on Zach Taylor. Certainly nothing right now on who you just mentioned either, which is very yeah. odd to me. I think Harbaugh's a little bit different because he's won a Super Bowl. I think you can give him a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. It was, a while, it was 2012, to, though. No, I know. I was in it, high it, school. It's been a while. Wow. You were, you were in high school? That was my senior, senior year. year. Yeah, I yeah. was a freshman. 
I look at you, young boy. Wow, you would have bullied me in high school. I, feel I would like. not have bullied. Yeah, you. I, I was could, a nice I, guy. I feel like Cody would walk around. What's up, Pipsqueak? Push nah, me in the locker. I was a nice dude. Yeah, I hung out with all the ladies. You know, ah, ladies, man. You know, took everyone to lunch. Wow, in my car. sweet spot. Yeah, you know, <laughs> we went to Arby's every day for lunch. But like Arby's, man. But like for Harbaugh, like for example, okay, you make you and I were talking off here. Here, we made a great point about it. They had a fourteen point lead. It's fourth and one. And they decided to go for it. They, they went for it on fourth and goal, like early on in the game, first quarter, and they didn't get it. The Dolphins defense did a really good job stuffing them. But they go for it with a two-score lead, and all of a sudden, bam, it just dissipates. Momentum. Now the Dolphins get the ball in midfield. I, I certainly, that was one of those things. But, you know, it works, right? You convert it. Oh, John Harbaugh is an aggressive genius. Yeah, always exactly. talking about it not working though, but that cost him. That hurt them in no, a big way. I agree. I agree completely. So we'll see what happens. I think JPP is a good signing for them. Obviously, a veteran player, still only thirty three, so it's not like he's super old. Uh, in a way, we go. Well, what's the final down territory that we're looking at? Fourth down, baby. Jerry Jones wouldn't mind a little uh, QB controversy oh. between Dak Prescott and Cooper Rush. Here's what he had to say on uh, that subject. So you'd want that. You'd want that controversy? Of course I would. Okay. Of course that means we'd won. If he comes in here and played as well as Prescott played, Rush played that well over these next games ahead, I'd walk New York to get there. <laughs> do you think he can do that? Uh, well, I don't know that, but uh, uh, I, I would uh, – you can't find on record where I said I thought Dak Prescott could do it. When he had the when he stepped in and had the chance to do that, but he did it. Hey man, put some respect on my guy Cooper Rush, uh, Jerry Jones. Look at this guy; he can't even process it. <laughs> he just says some of the most absurd things, and you see the little the little smile on his face when oh he's talking. My. What what are we talking about here? I love quarterback controversy. Okay. <laughs> course you would jerry what would you do in that situation would you trade away dak prescott he probably would <laughs> he would i trade away him because we can get cooper rush for cheaper cooper rush he's gonna play just as my guy time. my guy cooper rush he can run the ball he can throw the ball cooper rush qb1 i yeah i so brutal. I, I just still continue to find it weird that jerry jones is the only owner in the nfl that meets with the media every freaking week it's, a, it's like an egomaniac tell me about it i mean a it, lot it, of nfl you know, owners he, don't want to like be in the public spotlight. Damn. They just want to sit up in the box, watch the game, and make the decisions when they need to. You know what else he does? He does a weekly spot on the, the Cowboys radio station out there, 105.3. Oh. That's the equivalent if the people up the road had, you know, Walton on the show every week to talk about the team. Could you I imagine like that? I'd like to thank Roger uh, Goodell, Goodell. Uh, Commissioner Goodell. That is an all-timer. That is a great one. That is an all-timer right there. When, it's, you, get, uh, when, I, you, got, when you got F.U. money, you don't care how you pronounce other people's names. Yeah. Oh, wow. Superbook just put out a video for me. That looks scary in it. Unbelievable. I, I just, Jerry Jones. <sighs> My God. Man, I feel bad for Cowboys fans. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But you know what? Know He's what riding the say. high of the win. He's riding the high of the win against the Bengals. That was it. Yeah. That was Jerry's Super Bowl. That was the Super Bowl. We in beat, we beat a team that was in a Super Bowl. It means we're going to be in a Super Bowl this year. We're going to win the damn thing. I want to get another, get your damn act together. Incredible. Love my guy, Jer. Get your damn act together, mm. okay? And on that note, that's going to do it for Four Down Territory right here on My Life Sports Radio. We'll do this segment once a week, and we will uh, 
rock and roll with it. It's a nice way to kind of get some different topics in there that we may not talk about throughout the program. So good stuff. Jerry, JPP, Sean Payton, and Pickens. Interesting. Pickens is the one, you know, front and center here. So we'll keep hey, it free on George Pickens, all right? Mike Tomlin, you're a player's coach. What you going to do about it? Are you going to feed the guy that you My drafted? guy, Mike Tomlin. Come on. My who, guy. Who else do you got besides Deontay Johnson? Okay, Mitch Trubisky, Deontay Johnson. That's just like a little security blanket dump off. You want to win? Put Kenny Pickett in. There we go. I Bars. Like <laughs> We're going to drop a freestyle here. Afternoon drive. Speaking Smile of Mike Tomlin. Coming up next, we'll bet the game. Bang, bang, bang. Now, more of Afternoon Drive, presented by Superbook Sports on Mile High Sports. It's been a while since I could. Mm. Welcome on back to the program, Afternoon Drive. Mile High Sports Radio. Hope everyone's doing well out there. A little Thursday Night Football on tap for us here as we get off the air. Yeah, we go from uh, a gauntlet of a game last week in the Chargers and the Chiefs to uh, a snooze fest, as I think what a lot of people are expecting from a matchup perspective. That is, of course, the Pittsburgh Steelers going up against the Cleveland Browns. And uh, you've got, let me pull up the updated odds here so we can be confirmed with it. It was sitting right around four, four and a half here in favor of the Brownies earlier. But uh, yeah, man, I don't really know how to feel about this. game. I, I actually do know how to feel about this game, but I guess I'm not overly excited. Yeah, I mean, this is a tough one because, I mean, we, we don't have very high expectations of the Pittsburgh Steelers with the offense that they have. Defensively, I think they'll be fine, but you can only be on the field so long in a game. Jacoby Brissett, you know, did a pretty decent job for them. Uh, you know, obviously a strong run game with Chubb, and a lot of fan, Browns fans are trashing him because they're like, you lost this game. You know, he scored a touchdown, and he even acknowledged, like, you know, I probably should have just, you know, I picked up the first, I probably should have just, like, fell to the ground at that point and we could have you know nailed the clock out and things like that but yeah it is what it is right i I certainly understand that but for me it's like i have a hard time wanting the browns to win or hoping the browns ever win just because of like how toxic their fan base has been with the the sean watson stuff like and i guarantee you we're gonna see more we'll probably see some more pictures tonight where's it at is in pittsburgh or is it in In cleveland yeah so we're gonna see there's probably gonna be once again for a second consecutive third consecutive week Probably some toxicity in the tailgating areas of uh, yeah people defending a guy accused of multiple sexual assaults, but it is what it is. Yeah, that's the way of the world, I guess, right now in Cleveland. But it is one of those situations where, regardless of Deshaun Watson's playing or not, the Browns are still going to play their game here tonight. And looking at the updated odds, minus four and a half is uh, the line here against the spread, obviously in favor of the Browns here. Uh, minus 110 on both sides, catching four and a half, that being the Pittsburgh Steelers, total of 38. Minus 110 both sides on the Superbook, plus 180 the price for the Steelers on the money line, and minus 210 on the money line for the Cleveland Browns. So uh, we'll keep an eye on this matchup. You know I'm a Mike Tomlin guy. And anytime hey. I can get Mike Tomlin catching over a field goal, I mean, to me, it's almost like a principal play at this point. I'll give out some of the trends here regarding Tomlin in a second, but I've picked up on a tweet here uh, from Matthew Friedman on Twitter against the spread. Kevin Stefanski, 7-15 and 15 as a favorite, 1-11 and 11 in the division, 0-7 as a favorite in the division, 
and 0-4 against the spread lifetime versus Mike Tomlin. Now, I think if you're Pittsburgh not having T.J. Watts get hurt, they didn't record a sack last week against New England. It's one of those situations where, you know, he, he's the catalyst of your defense. Not having him is going to, you know, prevent a lot of disruption, you know, on the offensive line, you know, clogging up running lanes for the running backs. Of course, Nick Chubb's going to be the focal part of this uh, Cleveland offense here tonight. So I'm curious to see what a Tomlin-led team can do here, especially on a short week. I think a short week, favors a team like Tom a little bit more, just a guy who's kind of been there and done that. I don't trust Stefanski. I know Jacoby Brissett has actually played a little bit better than people maybe have expected, uh, but if you can limit Nick Chubb, it seems like that's the recipe to try to eke out a win here for the Steelers looking to bounce back after a uh, bad loss against the uh, Pitts, uh, New England Patriots, excuse me. And then on the flip side, though, Cleveland, you know, you expect them to come out with a little fire after, you know, they essentially pissed away a game against the Jets. Well, that's a thing as well. I mean, you, you choke a game like that. I mean, the Browns are going to Brown, right? I, it, the way they did Baker Mayfield was so wrong, but they still came out and they beat Baker Mayfield somehow, some way, you know, found a way to win an ugly game there. Nothing's kind of gone that way, but like for Stefanski, like he's had moments of, of his coaching tenure where he's made some questionable decisions as well. I feel like he's the one coach that probably doesn't get talked about enough with making some questionable decisions. But then again, you know, under Stefanski, the Browns are actually able to get back to the playoffs. Now, granted, wasn't that the game where he got sick and he couldn't even coach in the playoff game? I think. Oh, I forgot about that. I so think did you're right, he though. actually get them to the playoffs? Or was just Baker Mayfield who was putting on, you know, Baker did a great job there. Oh, Baker. Why can't that guy get a ball over the line of scrimmage without getting it batted down? Because he's that short. I don't know if it's that. I the sidearm angle. I think I think defenses play it to where there's. um where they just anticipate and they can see him, you know, when he's going to throw it, they, they read it the entire time. So people just get their hands up. I mean, that's got that your coach to do that too. defensive linemen are coached to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, if you can't get to the quarterback, you you know, you're fighting through and you're trying to get to the quarterback and you see, he's going to throw, jump up and get your mm -hmm. hands up. I, it's happened a lot of times. Yeah. It's, it's not just him though. It's one of those situations. Like I'm curious for this game when it comes down to it from a betting perspective, you know, I, here's some of the good trends to support Mike Tomlin. Historically, he's 20, six and two against the spread as a divisional dog. Steelers are also four and against the spread following against the spread loss. And they're four and against the spread in the last four games versus an AFC North opponent. On the flip side, historically, this is even predates Kevin Stefanski. The Browns have not played well against the AFC North, at least from a uh, covering a spread perspective. Browns 16, 34 and two against the spread in their last 52 meetings versus the AFC North. And the Browns are just one and five against the spread in their last six games that have been played at home. So if you like to buy into the trends, I know there's some betters out there that don't put any emphasis into the trends. Some that put all their emphasis into the trends. I kind of find myself somewhere in the middle. It's just one of those situations, short week, Division opponent, if I can back the better coach, catch it over a field goal, I just have to lean that way. And I know a lot of people like to bet on these quarterbacks. Najee Harris a little banged up, no TJ Watt for the Steelers. But, but I mean, if you can limit Nick Chubb and you can make Jacoby Brissett uncomfortable and you still got Minka Fitzpatrick, yeah. I just think over a field goal, that's where I have to look against the spread. I mean, two straight games, Minka Fitzpatrick has come away with an interception as well. He had a pick six weeks one. He had, a, he had an interception last week. I was just disappointed by the Steelers last week because it seemed like they should have taken it to the New England Patriots. Instead, they, they yeah, let the Patriots hang around. Their cornerback gets mossed by Nelson Aguilar, of all people. That's a name. You know? But it's like, it could be the start of where the uh, the New England Patriots going to run here. But no, like the Steelers, the, the biggest disappointment so far, Anilo, I would say, through two weeks, and it's probably going to come into factor a little bit here tonight because... Mitch Trubisky has to go against Miles Gary. He has to go against, mm -hmm. you know, Greg Ward. Uh, you know, I don't think Jadavian Clowney's playing for Cleveland. No, that makes a big He's impact. not. That's huge. But, I mean, they have a multitude of other defensive guys that yeah. fly around. They have a pretty decent secondary back there. 
There's also supposed to be like, I think I saw 25 to 30 mile per hour winds Ooh. in the Cleveland area. So because I was talking to Nate earlier, I was like, eh, you know, 38 for the total. I might as well play the over if it's that low. I'm not a massive total better on the Thursday night football game. But I mean, the wind factors in here. I just think I, I would not lay four and a half points with the Browns because think about it this way. The Browns were the pick them in week one against Carolina. How much better or like Pittsburgh's better than Carolina? No, they are. But I don't know. T.J. Watt's huge, but. I don't know. I don't I, know. If just, TJ Watts playing, it's probably Pittsburgh plus one and a half plus two and a half. So here's where I feel confident. If the Steelers defense scores a touchdown, which they very week, well could, they'll win the game. They need to get pressure. How does this Pittsburgh Steelers defense get pressure without TJ Watt? No sacks last week well, against New England. You know, I think it's just kind of keeping it simple. I mean, you still have Malik Reed, who we've known here in Denver has been a reliable guy to step up and when your starter goes down. But Alex Highsmith is very capable of creating that pressure as well. I think you need to dial up some inside linebacker blitz. I mean, you do have Brian Flores as a senior defensive assistant in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Utilize his experience, his knowledge on that. You know, you have to find a way to thwart and, and get pressure. You can't just send guys and just play standard. And obviously, there's Cam Hayward. We talked about him. Mean, he's he's <laughs> unbelievably good. He can cause penetration and pressure on the inside easily for you know, against any team in the NFL. So I think that they have everything that they need there, but it's just about, I think, being a little more aggressive. I felt like against the New England Patriots, we didn't see that necessarily aggressive style. We didn't see too many like unique stunts. We saw them play a little bit of their base defense, send three, send four, yep. drop everybody back, and it didn't work out for them last week. You got to spice it up a little bit. I think yeah. that's the key here is you, you got to get creative because it's not like you're going up again. Like I think the, 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 the Browns game plan is very textbook, right? Let's run the run, ball down run, their run. throats. Let's give the ball to Nick Chubb. Let's try to open up the play action pass, uh, you know, for Jimmy, uh, Jacoby Brissett. Who's the, the receiver people's Jones, Amari Cooper. Well, Amari Cooper, of course, but Donovan people's Jones, the one who one like them. just catches every ball in traffic. I, I mean, like they talk about that every time he makes a play. Oh, he's so good in traffic. He's in traffic. He can make the play. This guy makes every play in traffic. We'll see if you can do it again tonight against the Mike Tomlin led defense. But it is one of those situations where Cleveland, you should be able to keep this game within a field goal if you play your type of game if you're Pittsburgh, right? You can't let Cleveland settle in. I know it's a home game here, but yeah. historically against the spread, laying points, not a good place to back Stefanski and company. Maybe some people out there think that they're due now to cover a spread. I like Mike Tomlin. I know TJ Watt not having him there is going to be an impact, but you still got to make a Fitzpatrick. And look, you also talk about maybe Kenny Pickett sees a game here. You know, maybe, you know, Mr. Trubisky comes out. I, I, I can trust the Pittsburgh defense to tame, I think this, I, I, I like Mike Tomlin to have a strong game plan going into this one. Need to unleash George Pickens, need to unleash Pat Fryermuth. Oh, also on my, I have Najee Harris and Fryermuth on my team. Tonight, Ooh, so. I love Fryermuth, man. He's big fan. He gets better. And the Steelers defense. I got three Steeler things on he my team. He gets a better team. quarterback. Pat Fryermuth is going to eat. Yeah, no, I agree. You Give think, him you think where are you at on Pickett? I, I think better than Trubisk. I don't know yet. We don't know, right? But, you know, you drafted Kenny Pickett. You have to play into that investment. Like Mitch yeah. Trubisky, I know you paid Mitch Trubisky, but it's like, Mitch, you've obviously seen the limitations with Trubisky as your quarterback, and I don't think it's going to improve by a landslide. So why not go with a guy who maybe has a little more upside? I mean, you drafted him. Go out and let him perform. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of where I'm at as well. And obviously, you saw last week, Tennessee decided to pull the rope on Ryan Tannehill. Granted, they were down about a million points, but still. Uh, you know, I'm curious. I think it's going to be a close game either way. I think the wind will play a factor in here. I lean my pick that I've already bet already tonight. I'm on the I'm on the Steelers plus the points. Give me the Steelers plus four and a half against the spread. I think you tend to agree with me there just based off the way that you're talking. Probably wouldn't lay the points. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. This It's too early in the season. I yeah. think there's so many factors still. Like, People have to realize, I think like week six, week seven is probably when a lot of teams start like getting more in rhythm. Exactly. It takes Unless a little the while. Bills. 
Yeah, <laughs> the Bills are. I'm a curious story. to see how they uh, shake out. This Dolphins season. might be a different story too. The Ravens might be a different story. Like those three teams right there that I mentioned, that they're kind of in a different conversation. You know. Yeah. Well, I got the Football Friday show coming up tomorrow, so I'll give you guys all my betting picks. You can check that out. MyLifeSports.com at MyLifeSports on social media. I'll also release the uh, betting primer on tomorrow evening, where uh, that's all my picks for the weekend. Danny, you got a pick against the spread tonight. You like the Steelers? You like the uh, the uh, Browns? Yeah, I like the uh, numbers that you were dishing out about Tomlin. So I'm gonna ride with the Steelers. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I really don't know what to think about the Browns. I just generally have a little more faith in in Tomlin. I think I do too. I'm, I'm back in the coach. That's that's where I'm at. Absolutely. I, I know that Trubisky coaching I, I, advantage. Mike Tomlin all the way here. Yeah. So catching over a field goal. Like that's the thing. If this was like Pittsburgh plus two and a half, plus two. I'm probably feeling a little bit different, right? But the fact that the key number of three, you're getting four and a half points. I'm, I'm okay with back in Pittsburgh here. So uh, that is my lean against the spread. I don't have a play on the total. A lot of people are pretty bullish on Kareem Hunt's yards tonight. People think Kareem Hunt's going to ball out tonight. It's going to be interesting. I mean, I don't know why. Why? I mean, obviously, he's a weapon. Like, we saw some flashes in week one from him. Like He's a beast, man. Wasn't he windy. holding out? It's real windy tonight, I think. So people are expecting the running backs to eat. Yeah. So they're expecting the because box. he's short and fast. Short, stout, The fast. wind is going to go beneath him and push him forward. Give him a little forward. gust, a little boost. Oh, man. We're going to see dudes running 24 miles an hour tonight. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Uh, Thursday night football coming out tonight. Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns. Get your bets in with Superbook Sports, and away we go. Anila Pierre, Cody Rourke. It's afternoon drive. we got Danny Bailey and Andrew Detmer behind the glass. Let's hit a break. When we come back, we'll put a bow on the show, a little sports potpourri, also some uh, fleeting thoughts that we may have missed throughout the program. All that and more next right here on Afternoon Drive. Back in a few. This is Afternoon Drive, presented by Superbook Sports. Here's Aniwo Piro and Cody Rourke. My guy, Danny Bailey, with the reminder, do yourself a favor. And if you haven't already, you got to enter into our Hooters Week 3 contest. If you win this week. Hooters, Hooters, Hooters. Hooter. Oh, that's what you were doing in there. I heard it on the on the speaker. I thought I was going crazy. I was like, he's like, why am I hearing Hooters? I'm like, am I hearing Hooters? Yeah, Big the, Daddy? The homie Santino. Hooters, Hooters, Hooters. <laughs> the homie Santino, who was the week one winner of the contest, uh, popped in a little while before the show, picked up his prize pack. You get a, a little beer mug, a little 10-piece, uh, a little coupon for a free 10-piece wing. You get a calendar. You get a, a bunch of other stuff in there from our friends over at Hooters. But the best part is if you win one of our weekly challenges, which you can check out on MyLifeSports.com. Just search Hooters in the search bar or check them out every uh, Wednesday at 1030 with Danny Williams on the Smile High Morning Show. Uh, if you win one of the weekly prize packs, you're also entered into the running. You'll be one of 18 people in the running for free chicken wings for a year from our friends over at Hooters. That's a pretty damn oh. good deal. A year. Could you imagine how many chicken wings you can eat in a year? I don't know. That's a crazy, crazy thought. Like, is it the any size you want? I'm not sure. Or is it limited I, I to like I think it's 10 probably piece? like it, you know. I don't think they you can give you. You can like have a, a ten piece, piece every, every single day. day, every you know, every single day all year long. It's a good deal, if I say so myself. Well, hey, that's a great deal for those that are in the runners for uh, obviously the the Hooters and chick. Oh man, 
wings. Doesn't it year? just get you kind of amped up a little bit? You know, I feel like it would ruin my love for wings, though. Having it every day yeah, for an entire would. year. It's kind of a novelty. I've honestly I think they, do they do these just knowing like okay, hey, people probably aren't gonna go and eat wings every day all year long, but like it'll be, be part of it. When people say like you get a lifetime supply of razors, I was watching an episode of Modern Family. <laughs> the guy won like a lifetime supply of like razor blades, and he ran out. Like, is it really a lifetime? If you yeah, run out? I don't know. It's interesting. We'll see. I think. Uh, I guess that's true. I'm in the running for like a free year of Dutch Bros. Uh, and oh, I'm, you know, I'll, pull, I'll go every day you. all I'm year pulling long. for you. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to get it. How much money do you think you spent at Dutch Bros over the years? Well, I have over 1,100 points right now, and so wow. they say like you get five points per dollar spent. Wow, Cody. I usually get two drinks. Dutch Bros. So it's like when I go let's, to Dutch Bros, uh, I don't just get one. Let's get the man a little sponsorship. I get two. I get two drinks every day. From Dutch Bros? Yeah. You go to Dutch Bros twice a day, separate no, I go, times? I go once a day and I oh, get okay. two drinks. Why? Because I like hot and I like cold, man. You're one of them? You can decide indecisive? Yeah, some days I'm, I'm very indecisive. It's weird. I like my coffee like cheap. Like, I don't know why. Like, I hate paying for expensive coffee. Like, I would actually rather throw up than go you to Starbucks. You would have loved Seattle, dude. Seriously. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, they have me. cafes everywhere and just amazing, like homemade coffee, homegrown. Oh, oh I, I so love good. coffee, man. Coffee it's, shops everywhere. It's the one thing that, like, I look forward to in the morning. Especially today, I woke up. It was like gloomy. I was out, I was up late last night till about one in the morning. Woke up at you know six thirty seven. Got here by nine. We gotta get you an espresso machine. See, the espresso is too much though. Like, but the other thing is, like, I don't want to develop like the heavy tolerance. That's the other thing because, like, I have no self control. That's the thing. If I start drinking espresso shots, it's one espresso shot, and then it's two espresso shots, yeah. and then the tolerance is like, okay, four espresso shots doing nothing. I don't know. I don't. I don't think it's like that. Like, we're not talking My about personality. crack. Nah, I'm just. Co- I'm coffee's, saying, coffee's addictive. Like, it can be no, addictive in the sense of drugs, but I don't think it's like to the point where I'm going to build a tolerance. So, two shots no longer does it for me. I have to get six shots in the morning. I don't think that's the case with coffee, my man. I got to that point at one time, though, I think where like, was, I was drinking Red Bulls too much, and I just I did nothing. That's different, because you're drinking bull piss on top of all the other stuff. <laughs> this man said you're drinking bull piss. You are. I never heard of it that way, but you're so right. That's exactly what it is. Taurine, whatever it's yeah, in Yeah, taurine. That's, I mean... I like Red Bull. Every now and then, like, but like, that's why I actually don't drink Red Bulls anymore. Like If I'm having caffeine, it's coffee, because I want the Red Bull to kick it whenever I drink it. Like You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want to... like. Like, there's certain people, like, I walked in this morning, he's actually drinking a monster at 9 a.m. No way. Andrew, a monster? No, 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 not Andrew. Oh, uh, Zach Seegers. I thought you said Andrew. Did you I did say, say Andrew? Andrew? Oh, my bad. Yeah, Zach. I heard Zach Seegers. Uh, I was going to say, you check yourself, I Cody. I said Andrew. Come on, man. Uh, Zach Seegers drinking an energy drink in the morning? Yeah, it was like you 9 a.m. He's drinking an energy drink. Folks, this is going to be a PSA here. Oh, here comes the health of Cody. All right. Energy drinks are one of the worst things you can ever put in your body. Yeah, Seriously. I came to realize that. It is. Like, you get a little jittery, but then there's the crash. But it's not only just that. It's like what you're actually putting in and, like, the sugar, like, the sugar contaminants inside there that actually, like, literally hang on to, like, your important organs and stuff. And so it builds fat. And, yeah, it's not good. Like, it's very, very unhealthy for you. Remember when, like, they used to, like, parade around five-hour energies in front of us? Like, all Yeah, the time? Like, that was not they good. They marketed that to us that kids was in not high good. school. That was not good. No, that's horrible. Yeah, like you know, people garbage. drink those Celsiuses. You ever had one of those? So to Celsius, my, to my understanding, isn't that like a? It's like supposed to like be like a workout. It's like a pre-workout. Yeah, drink. see, I didn't know. I thought it was like a sparkling water or something. It is though, but it's like the, it literally says on the can, like you know, no proven to enhance workout energy. I drank one for the first time last week. They actually taste good. I got a sample of it at Costco, and then I was at the gas station later that night. I was, you know, pick it up. I was playing some cards last last weekend. Can you believe I lost on a low straight? 
It was ridiculous. I'm playing with my friends. And it, it, yeah, we're not going to get into Unbelievable. that. Unbelievable. Um, yeah, Slacking. I like to gamble. Yeah, so, I was going to say. Keeps me point. going, dude. It's like you got to give something, ah, you know, a little fire, a little passion. I like when the heart beats fast. Yeah, you know, I... I don't know if I like that too much because I want to, you know, I don't want to die of a heart attack at, you know, 28. Yeah, you know, well, knock on wood, hopefully. Bro, that's why happened. I drink water, you know, and things like I that. I do love water. I don't drink soda, though. But like, if you need something to, like, motivate you to work out, folks, you ain't doing it right. Just do a couple air squats, smack yourself in the face, pour some cold water, like, splash your eyes with cold water. You'll be good to go. Like, come it's on. you, Mr. Why Macho Why do we have to man? reinvent the wheel here? This is why I we're, don't know. This is why we're on a downfall in society. We got people making NyQuil marinated chicken. Yeah, what is that? Idiots. That is ridiculous. We li- like if you people- think it tastes good? No, you're going to die. It makes you feel like you will loopy, die. You I- will die. I think it'd be a cool experience. To die? This no. is like, it's just as bad as the Tide Pod trend that we've seen. Yeah, that'll kill you. NyQuil this will go in your body, you. though. This will kill you. You you make it to okay, where well, your maybe, you know, if the, But if bit. the recipe says four tablespoons, what's wrong with two? You know, just a little sample, a little dipping sauce of the NyQuil. We have people on this earth the majority of people that like to go, that don't even know like what two te- tablespoons of sugar is. Okay. Yeah. So no, you're, you're expecting right. no, I'm just joking. Right no, that's like, people are crazy. That would be so disgusting. People are so stupid. Like how far have we fallen as a society? Oh, but far. then again, it's like, well, every time I shut off TikTok, I feel like I've lost about 25 brain cells. So there's some, cr- I love TikTok for certain things, but then there's a lot of things I'm like, why am I even scrolling TikTok? It's a good point. You I find a lot of people in your local area, like for some reason you get videos that pop up like from people who are like, yeah, that'll area, always which happen, is, which is kind of what's cool. always awkward is like if you're on TikTok and it's like, you know, from contacts and it's like someone that I haven't talked to in like 12 years and yeah. I'm like, I just happen to have your phone number. And I keep watching them do their stupid dance. <laughs> I'm just like, what is I'm going like what's on going here? on here, man? I'm sure people have thought that about me when I, I, I made a couple early on in the sports betting stuff. People were probably like, what the hell? What the hell? I, I don't make too many TikToks. I'm surprised by that. I gotta make you. No, it's all good. That's your that's your homework assignment. Make me a TikTok. I usually month. upload like some cool videos or clips or something. Like, if I capture something really good, I'll put it out there. What what, what do you qualify as real good? Well, for example, I had a I had when I played football, I had a camera inside my face mask, and so I showed wow. like the, I showed the sideline clip of me getting a pick six, and then I showed like the the helmet cam footage of mm. me doing that. Pretty cool wow. stuff. Okay, dude. The internet is listening to us, bro, because tell me how the first notification I get when I open my stupid laptop is your contact so-and-so is now on Twitter. That's bullcrap. That is actually annoying. Like, look, I'm not going to show the screen. I don't want out the... Look, verify. First notification. That is horrendous. Stop listening to me. Stop. Stop. The government is literally laughing right now. Joe. They're like... Freaking FBI agent. Probably name is Joe or Brad or Connor. Yeah, they're like, we've been listening to your phone calls for like two years. My God. Could you imagine like... I probably heard some absurd stuff. The people that probably are assigned to listen to my phone calls are probably like, what the hell is this guy talking about? Yeah, see, that's why I just started talking code. You know, like hieroglyphs. I don't want to make sense to anybody. You're on that Cam Newton keyboard? Yeah, exactly. I'm on that Cam Newton keyboard. You know, they're going to have to decipher it if they want to, you know, figure out what I'm saying. But no, that's annoying. We'll spur the moment thought. Uh, okay, where are we at here? Final couple minutes of the program. I want to get your opinion. Cole Beasley. I think that's a good signing for Tampa. I mean, obviously, he's not like the Julio Jones or whatever, but a shifty receiver. It seems like those are the type of receivers that uh, Tom Brady's always done well with. Cole, you know, apparently he'll he fit was, in well in Florida. Apparently, he was bugging Tom Brady. 
Apparently he was I like see that. hitting him up. Like that's how desperate he was for a job. But it's like with job. Mike Evans suspension now. You think he's like playing for like a couple games or you think he's here for the season? I think he's going to be like a, a week, week or two. Yeah, I think I, I tend to agree there as well. So we'll see what happens with Mr. Beasley. Uh, why don't we end it on your boy, McGregor? Oh, you want to see him fight Mayweather again? For the second time? You want to see that circus act? No, I don't. It's not like I, I feel like if Conor were to win, it's not like Floyd is in his prime anymore. It's not like Floyd is who he used to be. Yeah. How he, meaningful would it be? It would, it's just a complete money grab. I can't believe it. How do they make this much money off of it? Like, that's what I don't understand. It's like, who the hell's buying that? I would never buy it. I don't care. I went and watched it at somebody else's house the last time. Yeah. I get a dollar for me. I don't know, man. It's crazy. So, all right. Well, uh, you talked about your NyQuil. Why don't you give us a couple more uh, parting words of wisdom? Yeah. Don't be, a, don't be a moron. Drink your water in the morning. Don't be cooking don't be a no filthy chicken casual. with. Yeah. Don't be a filthy casual. Don't be cooking your chicken with NyQuil marinade on it. Have some vegetables, man. And also, be nice to people. What's your vegetable of choice? I like broccoli. Mm, good man. I like asparagus, too. Good man. Asparagus is good. Put a little bit of you know, garlic salt mm-hmm. on top, a little bit of mm-hmm. butter. A little lemon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Put it in the oven. Cook it. Mm-mm-mm-mm. My big three are broccoli, asparagus, and spinach. Those are my big three. I can eat those all day, every See, day. I'm not much of a spinach guy. You're not a spinach guy? No. no. Asparagus, spinach. I'm good with that, though. Broccoli. Asparagus is fire. Dang, now I want some asparagus. How about that? All right, go Steelers. Shout out Mike Tomlin. We'll see what happens tonight. Plus the four and a half. Broncos country. Let's ride. Seems like everybody's forgot about that line after the uh, one-on-one start. So Let's ride. Let's ride, baby. But uh, Cody, good job today. Danny, great job. Andrew, great job. Thank you guys for everything. Everybody listening out there. Shout out to you guys. Check out Superbook Sports. Get into the Hooters Challenge. Hey, we also just put up a challenge or a, excuse me, a giveaway, I should say. Uh, for an, a set of Avs preseason tickets for this Sunday's game. So check that out at My Ally Sports on Twitter. It'll only be up for about 24 hours. All you got to do is uh, like, retweet, and follow a couple of our guys, and uh, you'll be entered in to win some uh, apps preseason tickets. So check that out on our social media, at Mile High Sports. Great job, everybody. That's going to do it for us. Talk of Colorado coming up next. Back at it manana. Week three is upon us, and uh, away we go.